What's up, y'all? This is your host, B. You are now tuned in to Bontroversial. DJ All right, man. So me and Smitty tap back in for this boxing. You know, we're going to go ahead and get it started. We want to wish y'all a happy Black History Month, of course. I'm happy Smitty birthday month, you know. <laughs> yeah, coming up. Well, let them boys know what you're doing for your B-Day, man. You know, February 12th, you know what I'm saying? Born Latin Day on the 12th of February, you know, we're going to, I'm going to Vegas on, on Wednesday, I'm 11th, open my birthday up in Vegas. You know, I got to go somewhere on my birthday, do something on my birthday, so we can go to Vegas this year, you know, see what it's like. I ain't never been to Vegas in, in February, so that'd be, you know, exciting to see what's going on, but, you know, be 27, so... You know, growing up there in age and, you know, just want to, you know, have a safe, happy birthday. Yes, sir, man. We we wish you a safe travels, many blessings, and more prosperity to you moving forward, man. My God, my God. LV, for shit show, man. So we're going to go ahead and get into it. Um, It's a lot we can unpack with boxing, but we're going to give it to y'all, you know, in pieces. And, you know, if y'all got any requests, if y'all got any comments about any other fighters, you know, throw it at us on the TL on Twitter, you know, throw it at us, you know, in the comments or respond to us when, you know, when we post things like that. And we'll definitely cover some of that stuff. But right now we're going to get into the 160, 168 division. I feel like those those divisions, I wouldn't say they had the most star power, but they had the most elite competition. Like when you look at the matchups that can be made in those two divisions, you got Jamal Charlo that can move – a lot of the what makes it so intriguing is that a lot of 160 pounders can move to 168 and vice versa. Yeah. So a lot I'll of go down. yeah. So a lot of fights could be made there. And you know, give me your thoughts of like, you know, how you see one let's start off with 160. How you see 160 right now and who you see, you know, maybe overtaking 160, or do you see certain people moving up? Um if you know, if uh Canelo ever moves down to 160, he's always gonna be that top dog. Just, you know, him at 160 and it's puncher power can always be, you know, lethal. Um, Demetrius Andre is, is a good one, too. I like, um, you know, a nice little softball, you know, strong, got, you know, puncher power in both hands. Um, Triple G as well, too. You know, Triple G is still, you know, a stronghold in that division at 160. Um, you know, he had classics with Canelo, you know, tied the first time and then Canelo uh, edged him out the second time, which I thought Canelo did. Um, just you know, Charlo. If Charlo stayed at one sixty, he probably could dominate as long as he wanted to, and probably unify if he if he stayed there. Um, for sure, you know, Triple G, Charlo. You know, Charlo's moving to one sixty eight. I heard so he won't be in that division. But you know, if Canelo ever moves down to one sixty, he's always that top dog. Um, Andre is good as well. Um, you know, he I, I actually kind of like him. You know, kind of wild at times, but nice little softball that can get the job done. Um. You know, it just it just kind of depends. You know, it's, it's a it's a different landscape now. If you got Charlo moving up, because I thought he was top dog at the division at the time. You know, I would like to see you know maybe him versus Triple G. Just you know, but Triple G's a little older. You know, you know on on the on the spectrum of boxing. So, um, I'll let you finish. Go ahead. Go ahead. My only thing with Triple G and Android is that 
they just haven't been in the big fights. And it's like, not, not, let me rephrase that. Triple G has, of course, and Triple G. But Triple G, as of late, the past few years, he hasn't even been in big fights. So, like you just said, he, oh, how much credit will he get? You know, Charlo get at this point. Andrade is a high risk, low reward fight because although he has the money's not going to be there, the revenue's not going to be there. He's going to give you a hell of a fight. So, it's like, it's all like with, with 160 right now, it's like the business is fucked up with with it right now. And I feel, yeah, I would agree. I feel like you know Triple G is he's playing it safe to a certain degree, and he's just waiting on the fight that he absolutely wants to take it. Like he could have been took the Charlo fight, he could have been for Andre, so could have Canelo. But you know the thing that Canelo's doing differently than Triple G is he's fighting, he's still fighting league competition in higher divisions and he's still conquering belts. So, you know, I just need to see Triple G kind of get back in form and get back into big fights. But I, I do think Charlo beats him. I think Andre could probably beat him as well at this point. But it would have been nice to see him get in the ring early in his career because, you know, Triple G was super dominant. Right. Oh, uh, you know, you got male, you got male Charlo at 154. Maybe he goes up to 160 and kind of, you know, dominate that division once yeah, his brother goes. I see him going up if he don't get that fight with Texana or Texera or whatever it is. Yeah, Texera, I think so. Yeah. So, but I mean, you know, he's unified right now with three of the belts. So, it, does he stay at 154 or does he go to 160? Um, that's that a question. On Maul. I think that depends on Maul. Yeah. Yeah. So, if Maul goes up to 168, you know, I believe you know, male will go to 154. I mean, 160. So, um, you know, it's, it can it can be you can be fights that may happen. Um, I think that 168 division is a little bit more uh, how would I say a little bit more intense, as in the boxing competition. It's, it's rugged. That's what that's what I mean right. by they're not superstars, but the competition is very even and elite. Like you got right. Caleb Planet Benavidez. Canelo Benavidez, Caleb Plant Canelo, Jamal against Caleb Plant Benavidez or Canelo. Then you still oh. got Cameron Smith in there. And Billy then, Joe. Then you got Billy Joe as well. So then, you know, and that's yeah, not, So let's talk about the 168 division. Okay. So, yeah. So 168, I like right now, I like the way Caleb Plant is fighting. And I also like the way Canelo's fighting. Now, if them two are going to fight or not, I don't know. We could get into the Canelo Billy Saunders fight first, um, since that's about to come up. Yeah, that's about to come up. And probably I like, Mayo. I haven't, I don't know if Billy Saunders even fought at what you call it yet, at 168. So I don't know if he can, I know he's a crafty guy. I know he can move and do a lot of things, but Canelo shown he can walk somebody down and still be defensively sound. So, you know, all that moving and stuff like that, I feel like he'll run into some big shots. I don't know if Canelo will knock him out. I, I feel like Canelo has the power too, but I feel like it'll be a real majority decision. Billy Joe hasn't fought the level of competition in here recently, and definitely even in his career, kind of close to Canelo. He was supposed to fight Andre a couple of years ago, then he got caught on steroids. That fight got you know dismantled. So I just feel like canelo and may you know how that go like you gotta right out. so yeah it's gonna be real hard for him to get a dub on top of canelo being a great fighter like canelo is gonna go in there and do what he gotta do so i see a unanimous decision or a knockout in in that fight and maybe billy joe saunders going back to 160 
I mean, could he possibly fight Charlo at 168 and it'd be a good fight? Maybe, but what is his status going to be at 168 once he lose to Canelo? He not going. He already don't have a belt, and basically, like he going to go back down in the rankings. All them other guys going to be trying to fight for a belt because Charlo going to be moved up. If Charlo moves up, he'll be WBC mandatory. So, because right. he's already a champion at 160, so he'll be trying to fight for a belt. So will Benavidez. He lost the WBC, so he'll be trying to get that. And then you got Caleb Plant with the IBF and Canelo with the rest of the belt. So it's going to be interesting to see, you know, how they try to climb that ladder and if Caleb Plant and Canelo will fight before all these guys have to duke it out. So it's going to be interesting. Give me your thoughts on 168. Uh, Billy Joe, you know, Billy Joe has that awkward, you know, awkward style. He's a softball. You know, I think he, you know, he may have, you know, the best chance maybe fighting wise to give Canelo maybe a problem. I still would take Canelo in the fight, but he's just an awkward fighter, right? So anytime you have awkward fighters against, you know, elite talent, they always, you know, cause a problem. But he's, he's fought at 168. He fought, um, uh, what's his name? Corsetis, I think it was at 168, but that wasn't a good fight for him, for Billy Joe. It was kind of sloppy, even though he knocked the guy out. It was just, it, it just was, you know, he looked bad at 168. I think that was his first time fighting at 168, and I think that was 2019. So, you know, Billy Joe, I think out of everybody, you th- hold on, my bad, because I'm, I meant to ask you that. This is, this is still on what you're saying. So, you mm-hmm. think he will give him a better fight than Caleb Plant? I just think I just think how the awkwardness of the fighter, right? Like Caleb Plant is he's not straight up and down, but I don't think he has enough to give Canelo problems. Like Canelo has seen of Caleb Plant before and be able to, you know, walk him down and still be defensively sound, like you were saying. I think with Billy Joe, I think Caleb Plant's a better fighter. Caleb Plant's a better fighter overall. But Billy Joe is just the awkwardness of how he throws his punches, how he, you know, he's a softball. So that automatically gives, you know. Candelo, you know, just a cost to part with that left hand right there. So, I mean, I would still think I would still give this is hard to say because, you know, Caleb Plant doesn't pack that punching power. I think he would need to knock, you know, Canelo out. Both of them would. This is yeah, my so. thing. And I like what I like. I like that you made that point because Billy Joe is slicker and more awkward. But my right. is Canelo has seen a lot of Euro fighters not saying that Billy Joe is the same. He's seeing our Euro fighters, and I don't think neither one of them can knock Canelo out. But I think that Caleb Plant is a sharper puncher, and he has better placement, and he puts his punches together better than Billy Joe. Yeah, I would agree. The thing that could give Canelo more problems. I like Billy Joe's slickness, but I also know how Canelo can put together shots too. And, you know, I feel like Billy Joe is slick, but he get irresponsible defensively at times. Right. Caleb's a little lazy. lazy. Yeah, but like you said, the awkwardness might be the thing that'll keep him in the fight because if Canelo can register you early, then he'll go about you differently. But that's what any fighter. So I feel like they both have their advantages, but I feel like they both of their advantages weigh the same. It's just who game plan gonna be executed better at fight night, and that's just that's a whole nother thing. Right, because you know Billy Joe, you know at times I seen. I know I was looking at his Instagram. He's probably at least like one ninety or two hundred pounds yeah, right now. Like he's super up. fat. Yeah. he's super fat, and you know it can be lazy at times. You know, inconsistent. You know, and that that can hurt him. That's why I may give Caleb Plant the edge because how sharp he is. He knows he's gonna come prepared to the ring versus Canelo. Canelo see that body loose. It's over with. 
Yeah, so like Billy Joe, you never know what you're gonna get. Um, his last fight at once, well, his his first fight at one sixty, I believe, it just wasn't a good performance, even though he did knock out, you know, Corsellis. But it's just, you know, it's just the awkwardness, right? The awkwardness of hey, you don't see these punches thrown at these deep, deep t- these different type of angles, you know, Canelo at times. So kind of give him the edge on that way, but just straight boxing wise, Caleb Plant would probably be a better fight, or you know, or Benavidez, but. I think Caleb Plant is next in line because he has an IBF belt, of course. So I believe that can be a fight that's made to happen after the Billy Joe Saunders, you know, fight. But, you know, that we'll, we'll see how it goes in May. Like, in May, you definitely have to, you know, knock out Canelo, you know, on Secret de Mayo, that type deal. So, you know, and they probably were fighting in the U.S. So, you know, coming overseas to the U.S., you definitely have a great performance and probably at least touching up where it's not a, you know, you got to be able to non-contest with, with Canelo, because if you, if you give any type of room, the judge is going to shy with Canelo regardless. He's a champion. You know, he's proven. So you got to have a great performance coming out and definitely, you know, show the judges that, hey, you belong there and you took the fight to him. Because if you sit back and just let Canelo work, it's going to be over with. It's going to be it's going to be over with. Like you the judge is going to see his activity. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you could even tell in the Callum Smith fight, like Callum Smith just conceded to not get knocked out. Like, right. he was just walking him down, like, the the last few rounds. And, you know, that's what I'm saying, like, kind of what you said. You know, the mental laps, Caleb not going to have those as much as, you know, Billy Joe. But I like the Benavidez fight, too. But like you said, you got to dominate the champion. Like, you can't win rounds. You can't pity pat and not get hit. You got to dominate and to come forward against that man, it, nobody ain't difficult. Nobody Since Floyd, yeah. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be definitely a lot to see. It's gonna tell me a lot about Canelo what he does after this May fight because it's only one belt for him to get, if I'm not mistaken. He got WBC. I think it's the IBF. That's he's the only one that's missing. That's the only thing he's missing. WBC, I think it's WBC, WBA. I don't know who has the WBO at 168. Let me give it a look. Is it Billy Joe? Oh, 167. Yeah. Yeah. Billy Joe. Yeah. So he, he beat Billy Joe. He, he's missing two belts. Beat Billy Joe, come He's back a- and beat. That's you know, my point. Caleb, so he and then you know he'll be unified after so that. The next move, like you can't you can't line it up like it's chess and then play checkers. So you can't go fight Billy Joe, and then it's set up for you to fight one more fight to unify the whole division to be the first undisputed one sixty eight pounder in world history. You can't go. I don't give a fuck if he win. I don't care if he knock him out in the first round. You cannot go running to 175. You cannot go down to 160 to entertain. I mean, my bad, excuse me, to entertain an Errol Spence fight. You have to stay there and fight Caleb. Like, you got to get that done. Right. Like, you got to get that done. Because I want to unify at 168. So, I mean, he said he want to fight anyone at 168 that has the title. That's what he's going for. So, so it's if he's a man of his word, it should be there. And I think, you know, I, I think he will. Now, even and, and that's a, and that's a two part thing because what does he do after that? Does he really want to move up to one seventy five? 
I don't think he was really feeling it like that. Like, I don't think he was feeling it. Now, could he get accustomed to it? Yes. But I don't really think he right. was feeling 175 like that. So, playing out the division, then you go back down to 160. But everybody's chased you up to 168 at that point. So, what, what's right. going to be at 160? You know, so it's going to be a lot to unfold with Canelo and how his career moves forward. Because if he clean out the division, you know, he don't got a lot left to do. People want to see him in cruiserweight. I don't really want to see that. Like, that doesn't really interest me much. Yeah, it doesn't me either. That's, I mean, that's a little bit too heavy at 200 pounds, trying, you know, up to 200 pounds. It's just, yeah. you know, I believe if he get adjusted and stayed there, he probably, you know, he probably could do it. But I believe that 168, 160 division is where, especially 168, where he needs to stay at and, and make exactly. up. There's not even no fights at cruiser. It's barely fights at 175, like better beat Evan. Yeah, um, better be there. Better be there. Just be, but like that's about it. It's not a lot of fights. Evolve and all them dudes. Like, I think it's more competition than one sixty eight for sure. And you know, definitely, you know, one sixty one sixty one sixty eight is where he needs to stay. I believe that's where you know he you know make his title defenses at for sure at one sixty eight. I agree. So um, let's go ahead and transition into the Caleb Plant fight. You know, he just fought. Caleb Truex. I mean, there's not much to say about the fight. What I will say is, you know, obviously you want to see the knockout, and I did want to see it, but all in all, like, Caleb Plant was very sharp to me. Um, he's landed a lot of his combinations well. You know, when, if he did get touched, he responded very, you know, very assertively in his spots and things like that. So I was, I was good with the performance. Like, I do want to see more power from him, you know, because that's going to be that's going to be an important factor to keep Canelo off him and when they do get in the fight. So I would have liked to see that, but I'm, I'm good with his performance. It was a shutout in my opinion. He went to the body nicely. I saw Truex hurt in a lot of part of the fights, but he's a veteran. So he stood in there and he took the beating for 12 and it that was that. But that's my opinion on the fight. It's not too much for me to get into because that's kind of what I expected. You know, he was a big favorite anyway so you give me your thoughts Smitty. yeah i didn't i didn't watch the entire fight but i went back and watched the uh round by round highlights and it was looking like caleb just dominated the whole fight you know he was landing superiorly more punches you know the, the punch count at one time i think was at like 68 jabs to like 14 for true ox and Ooh. you know at that point you know caleb plans just you know just walked yeah, him down the, and picking his lovely, the jab was lovely that's that's right, yeah. exactly. So my thing, you know, my thing is like you definitely want to see the knockout, especially when Truonx didn't even make it to his last fight. Like he passed out trying to make weight. So, you know, guy that didn't make it to his last fight and you're the, you know, you're the champion. Of course, you want to see the knockout, especially when you're dominating the whole fight. You know, I, I believe, you know, Benavidez would have definitely knocked out Truonx. But that's, you know, that's a topic for another day. You know, just like what Benavidez says. Playing Benavidez right after this. That's a topic for right. today. So, no, right. So, Benavidez, you know, has a great point about Caleb playing. Like, you have 20, 20 plus fights and you only have like 10 to 11 knockouts. You know, so I, I believe Caleb playing is skillful, but I don't think he's skillful enough to take Canelo belts or even, you know, if, if a fight with Benavidez will ever happen, you know, beat Benavidez if they come you know, come to the ring. You know, I he's a skillful like, fighter. Okay, finish. I'm saying, yeah, he's a skillful fighter. You know, he has good, great skills. He can fight on the back or, the, or that top foot. 
Um, I just don't think he has enough at times, you know, because with Truong, like Truong didn't have much at all. You know, if you watch, if you got, if you follow uh, Maul Charlo uh, uh, Instagram, he's live right after. He's like, yeah, I don't really know about that Caleb playing fight. Like, I didn't know either because I thought he should have been, you know, way over before he went 12 rounds. I don't believe he should have went 12 rounds. But, you know, at that time, sometimes, you know, people are just holding on so they don't get knocked out. So, I mean, He's skillful, but, you know, if he wants to compete with those top dogs, you know, especially with the Canelo, um, he's going to have to bring a lot more than what he did against Trunks, for sure. I agree. And, you know, that's what that's what kind of sucks about boxing more than any sport is that, you know, the last fight and the last time you've seen a fighter is more the tell of tale to how you see them going into their next fight. And although I do think those things are true, I feel like you know, Benavidez questioned the dog and Caleb. Like, he, Benavidez don't think he can dog it out with Caleb. I just watched the interview where Ellie said back. And yeah, he that's just, what I said. He just, you know, his dad just said, look, if Caleb don't want to fight, we'll spar him. He can keep the belt. Like, you know, that's like, you know, they really want him. Like, it's a different mentality. Like, it's personal. So, you know, I feel like Caleb is a great fighter, but I don't feel like the Benavidez fight will favor him because – Although I do feel like Benavidez will go in with a certain amount of rage and that could work against him at times. I don't feel like Kayla's power is enough to keep Benavidez off of him. Like Benavidez, he got a crazy shot selection himself. He's very strong. He he know how to move people back. I, but one thing I do give Caleb an advantage on on the flip side is that he going to have to get past Caleb's jab. And Caleb got a nice jab. Caleb know how to switch it up going to the body. Benavidez is long as well. So it's, I want to know, can one, I know Benavidez will make weight, but is he going to make it solid? Is he going to be healthy throughout camp? It's like how focused is he going to be throughout right. camp? And I want to know, you know, can Caleb survive an onslaught? You know, because he got hurt in the fight before this last fight. And, you know, he almost looked like he was going to get out of there. And if Benavidez see you about to get out of there, he's definitely going to get you out of there. So I got to see more from Caleb as far as his power and stuff. I don't know how much more power he can get. He's pretty established. He's grown already. I don't think he's going to apply more strength. I mean, he could, obviously. But we'll see. I feel like it'll be a good fight either way. I favor Benavidez in that fight kind of. Well, yeah, I favor Benavidez in that fight. But I think Caleb's a great fighter. I think uh, – I don't know. I feel like it's a 50-50. I feel like they both can give Canelo hell, but I feel like they both they both will lose. But Benavidez has a better chance because he has the chance to knock him out. Like, that's just – Right. That's, right. That's the only that's the only nod I give him over Caleb playing before it's boxing and shit. And if it if it was to outboxing, maybe I would slide it to Caleb, but you can't you're not gonna outbox Canelo in May. Right. Probably in Texas. <laughs> right. But yeah, Benavidez, you know, definitely one of my favorites in the game right now, in the sport right now. Um He's just, he's just, my bad to cut you off, but let everybody know how old Benavidez is. Wait, 23, right? Yes, Benavidez yeah. is 23, maybe 24 years old. You would swear yeah. he was a veteran, like, right? He's, he's the plan's 28, two or three time champion, right? 
Right. It could have been, you know, you know, like we were talking the other night. Um, you know, how focused does he get coming to camp, you know, either with the cocaine situation or either with, you know, just missing weight and getting stripped of your belt. You know, you can't have those things when you're trying to make those major fights with Canelo or even with, you know, even with Caleb Plant. Because at this point, they have no reason to fight you. You have no belts. You know, it's all, you know, all risks on them and more reward for you. So I believe. Not know, for Canelo, though, because if you come in playing with Canelo, it's just going to hurt your purse. And he going right. to get money because he going to have it contractually. Well, that's right. That's right. Yeah. But Caleb Plant, yeah. For sure. And, you know, I just think, you know, it, I was watching the thing with Ellie as well on YouTube. He, you know, and he's in camp right now. You know, this past this past year. You know, his son. He, you know, he just had a he just had a child that was just born, and he missed that. You know, he missed the birth of that. He missed Christmas. You know, while he was in camp. So that shows me. You know, he's he's trying to get back on track, as in get back on track, as well as you know, just trying to be a you know a elite boxer. You know, but I just believe if he was to fight Killer Plant, you know, he's just so he's just so big, man. You know, and then just young. Packing power, you know, with both hands, and like you said, when he see you about to get, get about to get up out of there, he gonna get you up out of there for sure. You know, and he just he's strong, you know, strong, strong, big guy. You know, I just think he he uh, um, Caleb Plant doesn't match well with him. You know, I just think um, when it comes down to it, you know, Benavidez's arms are long. He packs power in both punch in, in both hands. You know. And I just think I would like to see a Benavidez Canelo fight, but obviously Canelo doesn't fight Mexican, so I don't see how that would ever, you know, ever come and be part of something. But, you, you know, not happen. You said what? It happened. The only way it happened is not going to happen because it's a reverse order. Is the only way is if somehow Caleb playing Benavidez fought next and Benavidez took it off plant. And then you gotta go get it from Benavides. But I don't think I don't think they're gonna fight next. And that's a lot of risk for Caleb. And Caleb already said that he wanted Benavides because it was personal and the belts. But now Benavides don't got a belt. So now he's focused on Canelo. So um Caleb already said he fought his two mandatories, got him out the way. So he has a year of free space to unify. So that's what Caleb's gonna do. So I don't see him fighting Canelo. And, Unless, like, I mean, I don't even know because, like we said, what does Canelo do after he unifies? You know, he'd have beat Caleb Plant, basically. He ain't going to really have nobody else to fight. All they're going to look at him to fight is Benavidez. So he's going to fight Benavidez as he's undisputed with all the belts. And Benavidez don't got nothing to put to the table. That'd be one of the most dangerous fights of his career. And even though Canelo's a great that would be a very high, dangerous fight with no reward for him. And that's just my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, it's more of, um, especially with, you know, I would love to see that Benavidez, you know. Well, me too. Um, that's fight of the year for sure. For sure. You know, but, you know, Canelo, if he's gone, Benavidez doesn't have, Benavidez doesn't have a belt right now. So it's kind of hard to even kind of, them a fight between either you know with Caleb Plant or Canelo, but I just think talent wise, like we've been saying, Benavides is on that level where any given you know, even given fight, he can get you up out of there, whether it be Canelo, whether it be Caleb Plant, whether it be some of these other guys at the one today. I think Charlo that would be a great fight between the two. Um, but if Charlo goes to 168, then you know, neither one of them have built in that division, so 
I mean, it's it's just it's just hard to see those mega fights when you know Benavidez doesn't have a belt at the time or at the, at this point in time right now. Um, I just think he knows like where he is in line for the belt. Right, right, right. That's if he said that way. He said that way earlier. He's at the back of the line right now because he doesn't have his belt. So he has to work all the way back forward. You know, try to get that fight. You know, he has, he got to wait his turn, and that's just unfortunate. You know, the landscape we're in right now that hey, he just got to you know. Got to do what he, he got to do. Literally lost his belt. It got vacated. They right. after this was after the fight between Canelo and Callum Smith got made. They put that belt in there for that fight for for the title. Exactly. So it's like, exactly. bro, like, come on now. That's your second time losing the strap. Now this one hurt even more because last time he just got back in line and fought forward and won because he was like. Nobody was at 168 yet, but now that's not how it works with Canelo. Yeah, it's not that. It, you know, everybody's trying Ooh. to get up there now, chasing that Canelo mega, mega fight. So, I mean, definitely, I'll just, just wish, you know, Benavidez had a belt so you can make a lot of things more easy. And I think a lot more fights can be happening at that point, can yeah. can be made happen at that point. Um, mega fight-wise, you know, in the big price, you know, coming fight-wise, I just think, you know, skillful wise behind Canelo, I think Benavides is right there. Yeah, you know, this how boxing worked though. This for what you're saying that what happened, what you want to happen. Let me rephrase this. I'm sorry. For what you want to happen, this will have to happen. Tell me if I'm wrong. So you want to see basically Caleb Plant and Canelo fight and Benavides and Canelo fight and Caleb Plant and Benavides fight, right? Right. So basically, for that to happen, Canelo, basically, Caleb Plant, not my, my bad, Billy Joe Saunders would have to fight Benavidez first. Benavidez right. would have to get a belt. Then it would be between them three to see who want to fight who. And then out of there, I don't know if all three of them will fight each other because that's kind of how Deontay, Tyson Fury, and Anthony Joshua was. I don't know if they all three fight each other, but definitely two out of the three will fight each other, or you'll get two combinations of them uh, out of the three. Which I mean, you gonna have to set up for because in reality, I only think you're gonna get one out of three, and that's probably Caleb. Right, but Billy Joe's already said to kind of fight Canelo, so that that's not gonna take one. Belt oh, but yeah, fight. I mean, I'm my bad. I meant like after, like out of Benavidez, Canelo, and Caleb. Yeah, but I'm saying with with Billy Joe fighting Canelo, that's going to take Billy Joe belt, and then that just leaves, you know, with the IBF out there, and then hopefully we get a fight with, you know, Caleb Plant and, and Canelo. Yeah. And then, I mean, I would like to see the Caleb... It's just, it's just hard. That's the it's thing. Hard. Caleb said, once he gets the belts, he'll take all comers. But see, y'all know you would still rather see Canelo and Benavidez, but obviously Canelo... Yeah, he made what? I think he's made, what, four title defenses since he got his IBF belt, so... I just believe with Benavidez a chance because you know how how powerful and how you know skillful a fighter Benavidez is. I think he's still taking those you know those easy easy kind of fights to get the mega fight with Canelo and then we'll see from there. But once Canelo, if Canelo gets unified, I don't. I mean, he's gonna have to make those title defenses. Then maybe we get a mega fight. Then I don't. I don't know, but. He defends the titles, but when you defend the titles, because Anthony Joshua's been doing this shit a while now, even though he lost the belt, you have hella mandatories. Yeah. So think about it like this: He's gonna have hella mandatories. What they gonna What he gonna step aside for? He got all the belts, so he could literally just fight all his mandatories. I'm not saying Canelo's gonna do that, but 
why do all the fan favorite shit when you got all the belts? And I get fighting Benavidez, and I would love to see that fight. But once again, it's business. Now, Benavidez yeah. just go beats everybody to death in a division, and it's just like, you got to see this dude. Yeah, they put pressure on Canelo to be like, hey, you got to fight this guy. And that's knocking out, and that's like knocking out Charlo. That's like knocking out Caleb Plant. And and I feel like those other guys will have to do the same thing. I mean, not Caleb Plant because he got a belt, but Charlo would have to go knock out Benavidez or have a sound victory and go beat somebody like Caleb Plant or somebody of that caliber, you know, to step up and fight Canelo. So I just feel like Canelo and Benavidez, I feel like Benavidez also got to get his status up too. Like the, the money's not there yet, you know, like, and I love Benavidez. He's a great fighter, but I feel like Charlo would make more money right now. I feel like Plant probably would make more money. Well, maybe that's 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 questionable. That's 50-50. But you know, I feel like to fight Canelo in a division without a belt, you gotta be a cash cow. Right. That's just how it is. That's why he went up to fight Kovalev, even though that fight was very that fight was sus, but that's right. I agree. <laughs> I definitely agree. But so they, what they fought at 175, right? Yeah, they fought at 175. Mm-hmm. But yeah, um, yeah, man, we just touched on a lot of that 160, 168 division. Like tap y'all in on a lot there. So sure. look out on look out for a lot of that in the next year or two. You know, boxing don't move like other sports. So mm-hmm. that's a lot to unfold. <laughs> Right, right. That'll get better in time for sure. Let's talk about Pacquiao, man, and how, you know, he got stripped of his WBA belt because inactive. Inactivity. He's received, right. received the belt after he beat Keith Thurman in 2019 that summer, and he hasn't defended his belt since. Not only that, the two fights that he's engaged in negotiations in were fighters that were in boxers and Conor McGregor and also Ryan Garcia, which is two divisions under him in the exhibition match. So, Smitty, just give me your thoughts on Pacquiao as, you know, he's later in his career. Kind of what you think is behind the decisions he's making and how you feel about them stripping him of the bill. I believe, you know... It's kind of tricky, right? Because the times we live in, and especially, you know, with COVID going around, I think that was the main reason why he wasn't fighting. And also, another thing, he is the senator of his country. So he has obligations as well. Exactly, exactly. You know, Eddie has a, a more compass where, you know, fighting the U.S., going to the U.S., leaving the Philippines isn't, you know, mandatory right now. And I think his values and morals are outweighing him being a champion right now. He's been, you know, his 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 place in history. I think it's solidified boxing wise. Sure. I just think, you know, with him being, you know, inactive, it just had a lot to do with, you know, the times we live in right now with COVID and, you know, just being safe. You know, he has a lot of responsibility, a lot of obligations in the Philippines. You know, he just wants to make sure, you know, everything is secure. And you know, with those countries, you know, um, COVID was rapid at the time, so it probably much scared him. You know, they're a lot different than the U.S., and it pretty much scared him going into trying to make those fights. Um, I just think, you know, it's a, it's a, he got you got you got to draw a bad hand, and 
the times we live in with COVID just kind of made him, you know, lose his belt or give up his belt. You know, I don't think, you know, it was it, it was definitely nothing of him skillful wise. I still think he's still a skillful fighter at his age right now and still can get the job done against the, you know, the top dogs. As you saw with Keith Thurman, you know, got him up out of there. Um, but I just think Pac, you know, Pac be fine. You know, he in no time, you know, whether I really I don't know because with COVID and stuff going on, I don't know when he can get back in the ring or when he's allowed to get back in the ring because most of those countries not allowed, you know, their residents to leave. So you know, it's not it's not much on him. I just think that if times get better, we hope, you know, we pray times get better, we can see him back in the ring, you know, compete for his belt and probably get his belt back. Yeah. Um, so, like, I like the perspective you gave on that because, honestly, at first I wasn't really caring about Pacquiao, but once, you know, you said your piece, we spoke about him being a senator and his, you know, values and morals. I weigh in the ring and you know that is true but on the flip side I would have agreed with you if you, about him not get his belt stripped but the one thing that hurt him I feel like is that okay yeah you're not defending the belt but you're also talking about fighting and not defending the belt you're not fighting in a you're risking your career in other fights when you have an obligation with this belt that at least you're talking about negotiations. So it's like, it seems to the public in the WBA that you're willing to fight, but you're not defending the belt. Another thing is at this point in his career, rightfully so Pacquiao's a businessman. He want to get paid in big fights. Nobody in the WBA rankings is a big fight for Pacquiao. Am I right or wrong? You're right. You're right. So from there, he has to look at Terrence Crawford, Errol Spence, Danny Garcia, Sean Porter. Now, could he be Sean Porter, Danny Garcia? Fifty-fifty. Mm, 50 I feel like probably Danny he could be, but I don't think Danny, he could be Sean Porter. Honestly, I don't think he could be Sean Porter. I don't think so either. So, and, and, you know, so now it's like the three real cash cows are the biggest risk as well. So it's like, does he really want to do that? Obviously, you know, Conor McGregor and Ryan Garcia are fighters, but he feel he has the upper hand in the boxing ring. He got longevity and skill over Ryan and Conor McGregor. So I feel like he was more he was more looking for the payday and to keep his, you know, legacy, not attain his legacy in a sense. Like he can go out there and do an exhibition, one of them win or lose, he keep his belt, you know, and everything's closure. But, you know, the WBA stripped him. And I feel like that's a, I feel like that's a good move because at the end of the day, well, he could fight Ugas and that'll be a good fight. Like him and Ugas will be a very good fight. That's what they that's what they placed as the champion yeah. right now. Yes, yeah. Thank you for saying that. So yes, Ugas is the has been ordered as the WBA champion, or as Smitty likes to say, <laughs> the email champion. Although the all the man did was fight who was in front of him. You can't blame him or not. If he can defend it or not, it's on him, and we can judge him from there. And I feel like that'll be a good fight. I'll have to look into him more to pick a winner because I, I do like Ugas. He gave Sean Porter hell as well. So, yeah, I just feel like packing a spot where he just, you know what I'm saying, the business is 
it's my making the business and the risk are probably just the same as far as how much money he can make, but how risky it is. So I feel like he just stuck between that and you no know, shit. Like you said, his morals, values, being a senator, I couldn't even imagine. And it's so different in other countries. So it's a lot on his plate beyond boxing for sure. And we'll see how many pan out and if him and Ugas fight for that WBA belt. Let's go ahead and talk about one of Smitty's favorite divisions, man. I'll let him break it down for y'all, give his thoughts. Go ahead and talk about that 135, man. Let me know how you feel about that, the 135 division, and where you see the fighters not only right now, but where they can go in their futures, maybe moving up, maybe conquering certain divisions, X, Y, Z, this, that, and the third. So let me know. I think Tiafimo is that top dog over there right now. Um, the best, probably the most skillful and packs the most power in that 135 division. Um, if Tank moves up to 135, I believe Tank can, you know, cause some problems there. Um, but right now, I think Tiafimo is, you know, head and shoulders above a lot of those boxes in that weight class. Um, you got Ryan, you got Devin Haney, Ryan Garcia and Devin Haney. I think those are your sleepers in that division and kind of the mystery guys. Like, you haven't seen them in top competition yet, but you know the skill is there. But you still want to see them fight some some dudes with that can kind of give them some, you know, give them a good fight back. Um, you know, Ryan, Ryan first went after Tank and then kind of caught off with that. And now he's going after Manny. Um, I don't think he wants to see Manny. I don't think he wants to see Tank. I think he's a he's a great fighter. Ryan's a great fighter. Um, like they said on the Porterway podcast, shout out to Sean Porter. And them. Ryan's a great fighter. I just don't think he has enough at times. Right, because you know you get you get knocked out and you're, you're not not knocked out. You get you know knocked down in your last fight. Um, even though you still win, that's never a good you know recipe to kind of put out there for you know the other boxers to see. And I think you know if if he can if if he can't take the hit from the hit he took in his last fight, how is he gonna take it from Tank? How you gonna take it from Tiafimo? Um, you know those type of dudes that pack power in both hands. Not just about packing that power. Those that are going to keep applying that pressure once pressure. they're hurt, Luke Campbell let him off the hook. Luke Campbell didn't. I mean, after after he got the knockdown, Luke Campbell didn't apply enough pressure. I thought that um, that Tiafimo or Javante, Javante Davis would definitely bring once they see a knockdown happen for sure, especially with those two. You know, those two are kind of beasts when it comes down and when they are shark in water, once they smell blood, you know, it's pretty much over with. Um, but yeah, like I said, I think those are top four at 135. I just believe Tiafimo right now as the uh, division is constructed is top dog. If Tank moves up to 135, which he definitely can, um, I still think, you know, that could be a mega fight at time, Tiafimo versus Tank, or you have uh, Tank versus Ryan, or, you know, you have Devin versus Tiafimo. So, you know, you got you got Bill Haney, you know, Bill Haney, who's Devin's dad. You got Tiafimo seeing who's Tiafimo's dad. Um, going at it, talking about you know different contracts they sent and when they sparred in the uh, you know in the amateurs and what happened and you know whether whatever the case may be, but you know like we were talking about a couple of days ago, Bill Haney won't be training Devin anymore, which I think is great because Bill Haney was never a boxer, so you know you just you you need I think you need somebody who's actually been in the you know in the sport or actually was a boxer to kind of be in that corner with you to let you know who's been in that, you know, in that circumstance and know what you, you need to know coming out their corner. Um, 
you know, and that's definitely good, you know, big for Devin going into the, those mega fights that he wants. You know, he's not going to be able to fight a Gambo who's out of his prime or, you know, different other fighters that he's fought where he can get away with certain different stuff. You know, you're moving up in that echelon, and since you have that belt, I guess you do, you know, you do have. He's the champion, I guess, you know, as, you know, as I say, the email champion, you know, you got, you got rewarded champion through email. You didn't really box and be the champion to get your belt. But, you know, we talked about that, you know, he's champion, champion regardless. He's made title defenses since then. Um, so I guess that does make him a champion. But I just think going to that division, if I was have to rank him, if Tank moves up to 135, it'd be Tiafimo Tank. Um, I would go Devin, then Ryan, you know, or you can vice versa. I wouldn't be mad if you put Ryan over Devin. Um, I think just Tiafimo is just head and shoulders above, you know, many of that weight class. Yeah, man, I agree with you. Um, I know y'all like to give my boy Dev no love, man. I know you're not really. No, nah, it's, it's not that. It's not that. I just never was a fan of Devin Haney. Like, I never was like, okay, yeah, this is the next guy in boxing. You know, he's the youngest champion, I would say, but I just never was a fan. And that's just kind of me being biased, I guess. But I know he's a great fighter. I know he's a great fighter. Yeah, I- I know the yeah, I know the skill that I just can can it be applied and can really his power needs to be really at a higher level. That's probably the most concerning thing for me. But just to talk about the division in a whole, I feel like you know, Tia Fimo is the top dog right now, unified. And you know, I feel like him and Devin Haney should fight not only because you know, Devin Haney is rightfully the WBC champion. Like, that's just what it is. You cannot like it. You can think it's a lie. It is what it is. Devin Haney is the WBC champion. Go take it off of him because at the end of the day, both of them are going to be moving up to 140 soon. So, that fight, now, that fight only has a max 2022 fall or winter, like, expiration date. I don't see them fighting if it, if they don't get done by then. So I think you you probably got maybe at 135, you'll have Tank there. Tank could probably unify the division as well once Tiafimo leave. Could he take the belt from Tiafimo? Maybe. Uh, that's a tough fight for both fighters. That's a tough fight. Like, that's a tough fight for both fighters. Um. I ain't I ain't gonna say Tank don't got no chin because I've seen him get hit with some shit, but I, none neither one of them got hit with neither one of them shit. So I who? neither one who Tank and who Tia Fimo. Oh yeah, right, right. So you know I know Tia Fimo got something too, and Tank got dogging him, but you know, and this is no disrespect to Tank because he probably he might got it too. I just ain't seen it, but. What I seen from Tia Fimo in that 12th round against Lomachenko was different. And, like, he, and if Tank got that, he got to show it. And two dogs got to dog it out, they got to dog it out. And that's just the type of fight I think it would be. I think they would both be, you know, it'd be a bloodbath in there. You know, it'd be a great fight. But, yeah, I like – who else I like at 135, man? Ryan Cole, but – he. To me, he can't fuck with the upper echelons, like, at all. Like, he be tiptoeing back and forth trying to play like he want to see Javante. He don't. And and if he do, and if he really do, then his management don't. Oscar De La Hoya don't. 
Like they got him backtracking every time he started letting it come out of his mouth. Even before the Luke Campbell fight, he said he calling out Javante. Then he calls out Javante. Then he goes to run to want to fight his hero, Manny Pacquiao. Like, come on, man. Like, Manny Pacquiao was about legacy. He wasn't playing these games, like, this early in his career. He was really getting it. So, if you really want to be a legend, but, I mean, he really don't, bro. He want to be, like, a, a superstar, which, I mean, it's cool. But yeah. you got to you gotta at least keep your word or at least really try to make the fight. And, you know, I don't even see that fight really happening now. And, Honestly, he know that if he lose that fight, it could really hurt and damage his career. That's a, that's a big risk for him. And Oscar De La Hoya, because he just lost Canelo. So, he don't got no stars over there besides Virgil and Please. So, yeah, man, 135, I mean, I like the division. far as, like, how I see it panning out, I feel like Tia Fimo and Devin might be fighting. Mm. Like I said, they don't fight by next year and winter. That's that's gonna be dead. I see both of them moving up at least by that time. Shit. So especially if Corona keep being like it is, like you saw Billy Joe Saunders at two hundred, like they're not gonna be able to be able to keep this weight off, bro, like that. So it's gonna be pretty tough. And I don't know. I don't think we're gonna get the big fights like we won at one thirty five, but I do feel like we may get one or two of them. And I feel like if we do, it'll be the Tiafimo, Devin, or if we lucky tank Tiafimo. <laughs> yeah, but you got you got. I mean, Ryan versus Pack. You know, maybe that can happen as an exhibition. You know, what does that do though? Like, yeah. I don't know. Like, no bullshit. I don't do shit for me. Like, I ain't gonna care. I don't care who win or lose. Honestly. Because yeah, if you run Garcia and you win, you pussy because you should have just fought him then. Right. Like, you were scared to lose. Don't be like, I didn't want to be my hero, all this, like, weird, lame shit. I don't want to hear that shit. Like, yeah. Nah. And then if you pack out and you lose, I mean, if you pack out and you win, like, dog, we knew you was going to do that. So, so that fight was what it was, man. Shit, I'm trying to see. Is there any other fights coming up? Um, you want to talk about this Joshua Fury? They supposed to be fighting. They supposed to, yeah. The contracts, you know, Bob Aaron said the contracts are already sent out. So <laughs> they playing with Eddie Hearn, though. That boy playing with them contracts. I mean, Eddie Hearn, not Bob Aaron. Uh, Eddie Hearn. That's what I'm about to say. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, they said they sent out the contracts. So he said within the next two weeks. They should be having something signed. Um, and I definitely got uh, Fury in that fight. Yeah, I don't really see it happening because Fury and a whole lot of shit right now. But if it do happen, that's a walkthrough for Fury. Um, bro, Joshua can not be able to even touch him, bro. Like, people don't even understand, like, that how good Fury is. Like, Fury is going to outbox the hell out of him. It's going to be so easy. Like, Fury longer than him. Fury, Fury, what Klitschko was, but he don't, he not as powerful. I don't care what he just did to Deontay. He don't got power like that. But he can move and he can put punches together. Right. And he's 6'8, six, 6'9. Six, like that reach. 
Joshua to fuck with that, especially since Joshua hasn't Joshua hasn't fought nobody taller than him or his height since Klitschko in two thousand maybe sixteen, seventeen. How tall is uh, Ruiz? Uh, maybe fifteen. Ruiz is like 6'1". Breeze about six one. Um, cool Brad Pulev was like what six two. I mean, the tallest fighter he done fought since Klitschko was like Joseph Parker at like six four. So yeah, that I mean, I I will see Fury winning that, but Fury not. I mean, Fury don't fight nobody. Like if it's not Deontay, like Fury's not gonna fight nobody. Once he fight Joshua. He gonna hug on the belts and not do nothing. Like he's not gonna like he's not gonna go fight Dillian White. He will walk through Usyk. Usyk. He will probably fight Usyk because like he know that all oh, people want to see Usyk and people will give Usyk a chance, but Usyk really has no chance against Fury. Like he couldn't even he couldn't knock out what's his name and he was landing on him. Um, damn, what's his name? Said dude's name, man. I his name not coming to me, but yeah, he just I mean Usyk is great, don't get me wrong, but he don't got enough power to really beat nobody in heavyweight. I wouldn't even favor him over Joshua, to be honest. But yeah, he up and coming, but yeah, he don't I don't believe he packs enough to beat you know any of those top dogs in the heavyweight division. Yeah, I think yeah, I don't even think he could be Dillian White, because that boy Dillian White be slugging too. But yeah, I just feel like that'd be an easy unanimous decision win for Fury. It would then that would be it with that. But give me your thoughts on that. Yeah, I definitely I definitely believe Fury is definitely more skilled and talented boxer. I believe it'd be, you know, easy unanimous for Fury. I never was a fan of Joshua, never liked him, never thought he was an elite boxer in my opinion. Um uh, many years as he dunked Wilder, you know, and then Honestly, Duck and Fury as well, too. So, but you know, obviously, they're supposed to be getting it on. You know, it'd be, it'd be definitely a good fight. But I just think he doesn't, he doesn't have enough. You know, he's straight up and down, doesn't have enough to kind of outbox or, you know, even contain. Not slick enough. Yeah. Not, not slick yeah. enough or quick enough. Cause see, people say Deontay not slick enough either, but Deontay got the power and he can get there. He got that. He got that knockout power, so he doesn't need to be slick with it, you know. So, I just think Wilder, you know, Wilder and Fury are the top dogs in that division, and he definitely need a, you know, a trilogy for sure, and see what's going on. But, um, yeah, Joshua just never, you never moved the needle with me. I just never thought he was, you know, good or, you know, I just thought if Wilder had the chance to fight him for sure, wow. instead of Fury, he would walk through him easily. I don't think it would last it seven, eight rounds. But um, you know, yeah, Fury and Wilder definitely top dogs. Um Fury, if Fury goes against Joshua, which they you know projected to be, you know, I definitely got unanimous. It's just Fury's, you know, slick, you know, talented boxer. And if he can if he can have a performance like he does against like he did against Wilder, he's definitely gonna be Joshua. Like if you if you make if you have that same performance. It's, I mean, you don't have to have that same performance to beat Joshua. I don't think you don't have to have the level of performance you did against Deontay Wilder to beat, you know, Anthony Joshua. But you know, we'll see, and we we'll definitely, you know, be tuning in for that fight. But if it was to happen, definitely Fury easily. Yeah, 
that's an easy fight. Like that's that's something you can really bet on. <laughs> like that's a for sure nah, right there, man. But yeah, man, I feel like you know the landscape right now of heavyweight. Them, I wish all three of them would just fight each other and get it out of the way. But you know, we wish that in every division. We wish. Caleb Plant, Benavidez, Canelo fight. We wish Crawford, Porter, and Spencer all three fight. We wish Tank, Tia, Fimo, and Devin will fight. So it's like, <laughs> you know, it's well, a lot we want to see, man. But, you know, boxing is one of them things that sometimes you get it, sometimes you don't. So we're going to see how it unfolds, man. It was a nice episode. We want to keep tuning y'all in. We're going to keep putting y'all in on some more boxing for sure, man. We're going to get into more of that. And we got some great episodes coming up as well. So, y'all stay tuned. I'm going to give it to Smitty. For sure, man. You know, we tapping in with boxing. We definitely have some. Definitely, you know, get my boy Dre on with the boxing. You know, he kind of lacking right now. But we definitely, you know, going to keep giving y'all the real with this stuff. Um, you know, boxing been part of our lives for over the last definitely 10 years. It's something we've always talked about doing and not just having a platform to do it on. Something I'm excited about. For sure, you know, we're just going to, you know, keep going up, keep getting better. Make sure y'all subscribe to the Bontraverse Podcast. It's Smitty. We out. We out.